What do you call Anakin Skywalker's, uh, the child version of Anakin Skywalker's perfect podcast? That made no sense. What do you call, <laughs> what do you call Anakin Skywalker as a child's uh, perfect podcast name? Now, this is podcast racing. Get it? Because, like, now this is pod race, like, but, you know, the quote from the first film? <laughs> I've got to bin that off. I am, I am like scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, I was scraping the bottom of the barrel in episode one. Jesus Christ. Anyway, hi. You probably don't remember me because <laughs> I haven't been active for quite a long time. Um, but okay, I have reasons. I I explained this in like the Azerbaijan um, episode, episode number six, the last one. And uh, yeah, essentially, um, I kind of lost motivation. Uh, and a lot of that, you know, well, no, not lost motivation, but lost willpower, because every time I was recording, um, I, I was, if you didn't know, I record, like, under my bed, because that was, like, the best, like, soundproof place thing, but if you listen now, fingers crossed, there was no background sound there, and that's because I have upgraded a little bit, um, I've now got, it's perfect, essentially, my bed is, like, a New York black and white setting, you know, like, you that, and, like, my, my walls are like black slate wallpaper, and it just looks really cool. And I found a desk on Facebook Marketplace, uh, and it's like a black table. It's small, uh, and it's got like a glass light. Hold on, you might be able to hear this. You can hear that. That is like the same almost picture as my bedding, and it all just works together perfectly. So I, I finally have a desk now. Uh, in my room, I know that's probably not the best for like mental health things, but oh well, whatever, it works well, and that means I can record my podcast, uh, and I don't have to get <laughs> like under my bed every time I want to record and set all that up, uh, which is very, very nice indeed. But yeah, we are back for, oh sorry, we are back for episode number seven of the Relax, oh no, that didn't sound too good, did it? <clears throat> Relax with Rizzoli. Um, <laughs> and yes, yeah, so we are gonna, we are gonna do two in one, obviously, we, we had the Austrian Grand Prix to do, which was two days ago, um, you know, we, we've, we still got to do that, we still got to do that, uh, but that can be episode eight, which I'll probably just record after this, I know it's a mess, I will get back to doing once a week stuff, um, or, well, I've never really done once a week, have I, it's always been, like, a bit here, there, and everywhere, but, uh, anyway, yeah, so, we are now going to do, let me find it, yeah, we are gonna do French Grand Prix and Styrian Grand Prix, and then cover something else which I found on Twitter, uh, which is, like, a really big, kind of, like, talking point, it's just a bit, like, goddamn, uh, it's, it makes you think, it makes you think, but, first of all, can we just, like, send our apologies, or, like, send our love for the Australian uh, listeners and the Australian lovers of F1, because the news broke this morning that unfortunately the Australian Grand Prix will be cancelled once again, um, which is mad. If you want to know a mad stat, for, from the last time we, we went to um, to the land of the Aussies, the last race um, in Australia was Lando Norris's debut. That's how long ago it was. Yep. So... Yeah, you know, not the, uh, in fact, it was Daniel Ricciardo's first race, uh, after leaving Red Bull. That's, that's how long ago it was. Um, I think, yeah, 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 it was. Oh my God. Um, but yes, anyway, so let's get in to the French Grand Prix, which was surprisingly a really good race. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are here at Paul Ricard for the Formula One Emirates Grand Prix de France 2021 here in Le Castellet. It's going to be a good race today, I think. Uh, here is the starting grid. Then Max Verstappen starts on pole with a 129.990 out qualifying his championship rival Lewis Hamilton in Mercedes in second place. Valtteri Bottas takes third on the grid with Sergio Perez P4 for Red Bull. Carlos Sainz P5 and Pierre Gasly in the Alpha Tauri in the top six. P7 goes away of Charles Leclerc and Lando Norris a brilliant eighth, only 1.2 seconds off Verstappen. Fernando Alonso starts P9 for the Alpine team with Daniel Ricciardo bringing up the second McLaren Mercedes in 10th position. Esteban Ocon starts P11 with Sebastian Vettel uh, alongside him in 12th place. Antonio Giovinazzi, the only Italian on the grid, starts P13. Could it be a lucky P13? George Russell starts P14, an amazing Q3 appearance from him. Mick Schumacher also gets into the Q3 with that uh, red flag as well. Uh, P16 was Nicholas Latifi with Kimi Raikkonen in P17 and Nikita Mazepin in P18. Lance Stroll starts P19 and Yuki Tsunoda will start from the pit lane here. So here we are, one, two, three, four, five red lights, and it's lights out, away we go. Here in France, Max Verstappen gets a very good start, but so does Hamilton, but he doesn't got a good enough start, but he challenges around the outside. They are almost side by side there, but my, oh, Verstappen has gone deep into turn one. That lets Hamilton have the lead. Valtteri Bottas is now sniffing for an opportunity to get past the championship leader with the Ferrari trying to challenge the Red Bull, with the Alfa Tauri trying to challenge the Ferrari there as it looks like oh we have a house I believe off in the background not too sure who that is but they have to cut to the escape road here as Hamilton is flying away from his championship rival here with uh, Charles Leclerc there as we can see being chased down by Lando Norris there he's right close behind him there so the running order is Hamilton Vettel Hamilton 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 Verstappen Bottas Perez signs Gasly bring up the top six and they are going side by side the Alpine and the Ferrari of Charles Leclerc and Alonso I believe that is there absolutely sensational there a good little battle there as we see is the Ferrari going down the inside yes he is fantastic move from the young Monegasque. Now Daniel Ricciardo is wanting to get in the mix on the Spaniard of uh, Fernando Alonso here. Oh, this is a good battle. As actually, it looks like the two McLaren teammates are having a scrap. Norris tries to go around the outside of Daniel Ricciardo, but it doesn't work well as the Aussie stays ahead here. And I believe the house off earlier was Mazepin and let's have a look uh, incident involving car number 33 will not be investigated as I thought good gosh the Ferrari there has a fantastic start but he just the the, uh, the Red Bull of Perez just breaks a little bit later and that allows him to get into the lead Verstappen I couldn't keep the car under control so I uh, so I couldn't turn to the right it does look like that car was quite loose there in the first quarter, it could just be cold tyres uh, though, but let's ride on board with Hamilton here, let's see what happens. Yeah, Verstappen just has a massive kick of understeer, uh, which just sends him off, um, and Lewis Hamilton capitalises on that quite rare mistake from uh, the, oh dear me, you can see the Red Bull team starting to clap, uh, and they stop rather immediately when they see what happens. Let's ride on board with Daniel Ricciardo here for the start of the race. He just gets a fantastic launch. He tries to go around the outside of Norris. Norris defends, but Daniel Ricciardo sends it and also tries to send it on the outside of Charles Leclerc. I think he's out. No, it's Carlos Sainz. I'm sorry. Yeah, for me, also starting tiny bit now, but still 
Bottas team radio there as we are on lap number 11 of 53 as we see Ricardo going on the inside and Fernando Alonso they almost touch but the Aussie manages to get past the Spaniard fantastic but the Spaniard is coming back all oh, this is going to be good as he gets the run down the straight but he stays ahead here but don't forget we have Norris just behind Alonso here as we see Norris Norris dives around the inside oh my gosh that was a fantastic move there and that pushes Fernando Alonso down to P10. I think everyone is just struggling. Yeah, copy that. Uh, even craning spotted on the on the hard runners as well. Yeah, plan B. Plan B there for Fernando Alonso as we go into lap 12. Daniel, box to overtake Gasly. Box to overtake Gasly. Lap number 17, Daniel Ricciardo boxes to try and get the undercut on Gasly as we move to lap 18. Now Gasly is in the pits here. It's always oh, a slow stop. It is a slow stop. 2.7 for Sainz, but a 3.1 for Gasly. Not what he needed. Not what he needed. And that there, I believe, is Daniel Ricciardo getting the undercut uh, on Gasly there. As we see now, Verstappen pits on lap number 19. Oh, it's a beautiful stop, as always, from the Red Bull boys. A 2.3. Oh, beautiful stop from them, as we now see Hamilton in the pit lane. It's also a good stop. Is it going to be quicker, though? It is. 2.2 seconds. Can Verstappen get the undercut? That's side by side. I'll tell you what. Verstappen takes the lead. Oh, that was sensational. They just got ahead of Hamilton there. Fantastic. Lap 28 here. We see a replay. Oh, that was Gasly going on the inside of Norris there. Hey, he forced me off. Oh, we are not sure I agree with that, Lando. I'm sorry. It didn't go that, but the front left looking very green there. As we now see Norris going uh, back on Gasly here, trying to get the plates back. He does indeed. Absolutely fantastic move there from Lando Norris. As we see Nor uh, yes, Norris again overtaking Charles Leclerc. Another car. He does it. He gets past. Puts him onto P9. Uh, turn 11 incident uh, involving Norris and Gazi noted. As we see the AlphaTauri and Charles Leclerc side by side into T1. Leclerc locks up. Gasly gets the move done. Oh, beautiful. Lap 32. Verstappen, they're going for the two-stop. They're going for the two-stop. This could be very, very good indeed as they go onto the medium tyre. Max Verstappen. It's a little bit of a slow stop compared to the Red Bull boys. 2.5 as we move into lap 33. Lando Norris goes past Daniel Ricciardo. I think that might be some team orders going on there as I think Norris is on uh, maybe, uh, what was it, five or ten laps. Fresher tyres there. Lap number 42 here. A very cinematic shot through the trees. Oh, I quite like that, actually, of the... Uh, the leader there of Max Verstappen Hamilton still leads here. Uh, but the gap is only down to a little bit. Verstappen on Bottas on lap number 44 here. Coming towards the chicane. He goes around the outside or he tries to. Bottas has it coming off. Bottas has gone deep. He gets a terrible entry and exit into the exit. They are side by side coming down the long straight. Still side by side. Can Verstappen overtake Bottas? He does indeed. Sensational there. The two stopped working brilliantly. Oh, that was absolutely beautiful. Bottas just went far too deep into that corner there and just allowed Verstappen on much fresher tyres on a two stop. Why the f no one listen to me when I say it's going to be a two stopper? Oh, I agree with Bottas there completely. He's just getting annoyed at Mercedes now, and I can completely understand his frustration here. And this is this is Verstappen. This is Verstappen. I think. 
Oh, oh no, is it Perez? It might be Perez. It's Perez and Bottas. Perez and Bottas. Yes, it is. Perez and Bottas. Perez gets the slipstream. Goes on the outside of that turn number 10 there. Absolutely sensational there. As we move on to lap 52, on the second to last lap, the penultimate lap, Max Verstappen is hauled the heels of the seven-time world champion. He gets the slipstream down the back straight. He goes on the inside. He does it. He does it. Listen to the crowd roar. The Dutchman overtakes Lewis Hamilton on the penultimate lap with fresher tyres. The one-stop V the two-stop and the two-stop comes out supreme what a sensational overtake as we come down into the final few corners of what has been and i still can't believe i'm saying this an amazing french grand prix it is going to be another consecutive win for red bull and max verstappen fantastic max verstappen celebrates there wow absolutely sensational race oh wow i can't believe that was a french grand prix and here we are for the podium celebrations absolutely sensational with the gorilla with the gorilla trophies the champagne is spraying left right and center max verstappen wins from lewis hamilton with sergio perez in p3 bottas fourth norris ricardo gasly alonso vettel and i believe that was that ocon uh, who rounds out the top 10 disappeared away from me but the drivers championship stands with max verstappen leading lewis hamilton 131 points to 119 there beautiful 12 uh, point gap there for the dutchman sergio perez jumps up to third place i believe uh, in the championship uh, with 84 points compared to Lando Norris in P4. Sensational season he is having at the moment in that McLaren. 76 with Bottas in fifth place with only 59 points. Leclerc and Sainz 52 and 42 points respectively. Gasly in P8 in the championship with 37 points. Daniel Ricciardo is in ninth place with 34 and Sebastian Vettel uh, rounds out the top 10 with 30 points. Ooh, and the next event is Formula 1 BWT Grosso Prix in Steinmark 2021, which is Styria, which is... Do you know what? I, I actually don't know why they've done that. They, um... They've... Uh, what do you call it? Um, they swapped Austria and Styria around, which is very, very strange. Also, I just need to have a look and see how much I spiked the audio. <laughs> oh, oh, dear God. Oh, oh! Oh, no. Oh, my, oh my God, it just gets worse. Oh, no. I am going to need to quieten the audio down there. I don't know whether... Wait, why is this so loud? Is this... A... Is it... Is this... I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, what a... What a... That was a French Grand Prix, ladies and gentlemen. A French. French Grand Prix, I might add. That, that was just... That was mental. We, we never see anything like that. From, from France. Ah, oh, I just, I, it was incredible. Absolutely sensational. I couldn't believe it. But um, <clears throat> I'm going to have a drink. Uh, we will cover this. Uh, we will cover this. Um, but right now, let's get into Styria. Let's go. Just before we do get into Styria, though. Oh, my God. That was, I think that was one of my best commentaries, I think. My, my voice is, yeah, I'm <laughs> a bit achy after that one, I will be honest. Um, but anyway, let's move on to Styria. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Austria here for the Formula 1 BW2 Grosse Prix Den Steinmark 2021, the first of a doubleheader this season here in Spielberg in Austria, Styrian Grand Prix. Look at all the Max fans there, fantastic. But here is the starting grid. Max Verstappen starts on pole with a fantastic, the only driver to get into the 103s today, followed by Lewis Hamilton in P2. Lando Norris starts a brilliant P3 with Sergio Perez started P4 in the second Red Bull. Valtteri Bottas starts P5 in the second Mercedes with Pierre Gasly in P6 on fantastic form this season in the first Alpha Tauri. Charles Leclerc starts P7 with Fernando Alonso in P8 in the first of the Alpines. Lance Stroll starts P9 in the Aston Martin Mercedes with George Russell getting into Q3. I forgot about that. Sensational. Yuki Tsunoda starts P11 and Carlos Sainz P12. Daniel Ricciardo starts a brilliant P13. Uh, well, an unlucky 13th. Sebastian Vettel starts P14. Giovinazzi starts in P15 getting into Q3. Nicholas Stiefi starts P16 with Esteban Ocon starts P17 and Kimi Raikkonen P18. Mick Schumacher starts P19 and Nikita Mazepin, the young Russian, starts P20. And here we go for lights out here. We are sat on the grid and waiting. Green light, one red light, two, three, four, five red lights. Okay, pause. Pause for a second. I'm an idiot. Do you know why? Because I've just commentated over the racing 30. Not the freaking highlights. <laughs> I'm 19 minutes in at uh, 29 minutes. I am such an idiot. Oh, dear God. My God. Such an idiot. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, let's let's go back to lap number two or whatever. And let's... <laughs> oh, dear. In fact, I will have just edited that out. So, um, you will have just heard uh, maybe the starting grid or something. Uh, but you won't have heard that. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gents, uh, we've just got through the starting grid. Let's get on to the race. So we have five red lights. Green flag waved in the side and away we go. Here in Styria, Max Verstappen gets a very good start. And it looks like Norris is trying to attack. Perez there, he goes on the outside of turn one. He goes wide, gets a much better run. There is also an AlphaTauri and a Leclerc uh, on the outside as well of turn one. This is going to be very, very tight. Uh, Gasly's dropped back. Gasly has dropped back quite a bit there oh he's getting crowded out he spins he spins an alfa romeo there he has a puncture he has a puncture you can see his rear left um gasly has a puncture unfortunately not too sure what happened there uh, whether there's some um contact with leclerc actually maybe in t1 not too sure there as you see the alpine trying to go on the outside of lance stroll there it doesn't work out too well there, but Alonso does get past Stroll there. George Russell in P9, sensational start for the young Brit there. So let's have a look. This is Charles Leclerc. Bam. That's where the contact happens there. And for, oh, no, hold on. There. There we go. So it's Charles Leclerc's front wing, which causes a puncture on Gasly there. Bang. The contact has just happened. And then you can see the puncture uh, taking effect there, and he, he he doesn't have anywhere to go. He's boxing by McLaren. Uh, he's got a, a Latifi on his left hand side, who, who also causes a puncture. To, uh, but that's not his fault at all. He had nowhere to go. As we see Perez coming on the back of Norris here, coming up to turn three, sends it on the inside. Norris lets him pass. Oh, some team radio there that didn't come through. 
Uh, not sure there. Leclerc down in P18. Awful, but Raikkonen up six places. The best mover of the race so far in P12. George Russell, my guy, running in P8. Awesome as they go wheel to wheel again, does Norris and Perez. He almost doesn't want to let that position go, does Norris. Um, as we see, as we come on to lap number 11 here, we now see Bottas overtaking uh, Norris here. He's, on, he's got DRS coming up into turn three. Does he send it on the inside or is, uh, did or does he not didn't send it, as uh, signs would say. Uh, lap 25 here, we see Charles Leclerc uh, running P14, trying to chase down Ricardo. Massive, massive, massive oversteer there from Hamilton. He almost loses it. He just goes a little bit wide, his rear left touches the gravel, and he just manages to save it. Let's have a look on the outside of that. Wow! Tokyo drifting that car through there. Wow, that was a uh, that was very, very, very terrifying. As Russell comes into the pit lane, it's a quick stop. Lovely. Oh no! Oh no! No, it's a slow stop! I don't believe it! No! Anytime he's in the points, it's a slow stop! I don't believe this! Oh, heartbreak! Heartbreak for the young Brit! Oh, no! Oh, as Perez comes into the pits, we don't care about this. We care about Russell. But it's a slow stop for Perez as well! Oh, a 4.8 second stop at lap number 28. Oh, I don't believe it. Uh, Valtteri Bottas comes in the pits. That was quite a good stop. A 2.6 second stop there. Uh, for the Mercedes guys, Russell drops down to P18 and he's in the pits again. I don't bloody believe this. Oh no, heartbreak, heartbreak for the young Brit. Everyone just wanted to see him and Williams get some points this weekend. Oh, I don't believe it. That is, that is heartbreak. Lap number 39. No, George Russell retires. Oh, from the Syrian Grand Prix, bless him. As we see, now Charles Leclerc, lap number 42, gone on the inside of Raikkonen, but Raikkonen just has something else in traction there. Good gosh, what on earth happened to Leclerc there? But now he's looking to the outside with DRS, and he'll get past him, and he's clipped his front wing end plate. Leclerc, he's caused the accident at the beginning, DNF in Gasly. And now causing this as well. What's going on? What is going on with Leclerc today? Absolutely out of form today is the young Monagas. He's had a few good overtakes, but but nothing nothing good. He, yeah, is that Leclerc again? That's Leclerc trying to go on the back of Vettel, his former teammate, and he just absolutely has wheel spin. A lot of wheel spin there, but he goes around the outside. Vettel locks up, but he is okay as they as they come down at turn number five here. Oh, I'm, I can't get over George Russell. Oh, my gosh. And Le Leclerc on Alonso here on the outside of T4. Oh, and he gets away with it on the outside. Fantastic recovery drive from Leclerc. But if he didn't make those mistakes at the beginning of the race, he wouldn't have to. Um, drive of the day, Paul Leclerc, Verstappen, Russell. I agree with Russell, P13. Uh, Lance Stroll getting overtaken there by Leclerc, it looks like as well. Yeah. Again, a great recovery drive. I'm not sure if he deserved driving of the day after DNF in... Um, Gasly and put in uh, Giovinazzi right down the order, but uh, hey, oh, it is what it is. Uh, as uh, we now see Stroll trying to come back at Leclerc here, the two Ferraris running okay, well. Uh, box, box. We, oh, lap number 70. They're going for fastest lap. It's lap number 70. Lap number 70. Here we go as they do a little bit of a front wing adjustment. It's not the quickest stop in the world, it's a 2 7 uh, here, but uh, as we come here on lap 71, Perez. Currently holds the fastest lap as they send uh, Hamilton out 
on a soft set of tyres as Perez is just coming out of T1 now as we now see Max Verstappen who wins the Styrian Grand Prix fans oh he's slowing down he's slowing down what's he doing he's doing a burnout I don't believe it the cheeky beggar what a what a cheeky young lad doing that the FIA will not be happy with that as we now see her Bottas uh, and Perez. Bottas and Perez just coming out of turn four now. He is 0.6 seconds behind Bottas. Can Perez do anything? Hamilton coming up to T9 and 10 now. He will finish. P2, but I want to see this battle here. Can Perez overtake Bottas into the final two corners? Hamilton crosses the line. Can Perez do anything? It looks like maybe no. But oh my gosh, he has 0.6 seconds. He's going to get DRS. Can he do anything? It's going to be close. And now, unfortunately, not Bottas takes a final podium spot there. Oh, wow. Wow. What a race as well. Probably not as good as France. I still can't believe I'm saying that. Max Verstappen wins from Lewis Hamilton from Bottas in third. As we see, Helmut Marko on the podium there with the champagne celebration. So for the, what does this do for the Drivers' Championship? I hear you asking. Well, I will tell you. Max Verstappen now leads Lewis Hamilton from 156 points to 138. Wow. What's that? What's a gap of uh, uh, 18? 18 points now. 18 points. Sergio Perez uh, still in third uh, with 96 points. Lando Norris uh, only 10 points behind the Red Bull. Uh, and don't forget, Perez has had a win this season as well. So if that doesn't show the consistency of Norris, I don't know what will. Bottas is in P5 with 74 points. Leclerc signs 58 to 50 points. That gap's come down from last week. Gasly in P8 with 37. Daniel Ricciardo in ninth. Uh, with 34 points, and Sebastian Vettel still in 10th with 30 points. The next event being the Formula 1 BWT Grosser uh, Prix von Österreich uh, 2021. If, now, if I am not the biggest idiot in the sodding world, I don't believe it. I actually don't believe it. I'm such an idiot. I, I have literally been recording for 50 minutes now, and for you, it's only going to be half an hour. <laughs> I'm such an idiot, man. Oh, I, I, because I, I watched the race in 30 to get the first few laps and then I swap over to the highlights and I just straight up forgot to go to the highlights. I don't believe that. I I am stupid. As Charlotte Claire said, I am stupid. I am stupid. I'm absolutely stupid. Oh dear, what am I like? What am I like? Um, I don't know. But anyway, let's let's get on to uh, to what happened within that race then. So the French Grand Prix, that was a French Grand Prix? What? But that was a good race. <laughs> Sorry to all you fans, uh, fans and listeners that live in Le Castellet. I apologise. But, um, yes, very interesting. First off, I want to start with qualifying, because uh, Yuki Snowda caused another red flag. Oh, dear, not very good. But that, um, I think that car was, like, stuck in first or something. So when it was going backwards, it was skipping, and it looked like it was twerking, uh, <laughs> which I've never seen before, but was very, very cool to see. And then getting on to the race, the two-stop just worked brilliantly in um in their favor uh for red bull uh it really really did um i i still can't quite believe that that was uh that 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 worked you know then you know we we heard bottas uh afterwards saying you know what you know why didn't why didn't you listen you know i said that um <clears throat> oh there's a voice break first voice break um 
you know, but then um, you hear Bottas saying, well, you know, I said, I said do two stops. And, you know, they didn't. <laughs> so, you know, that that is a bit like, eh, well, you know, why didn't they listen to him? Because I, I heard actually that uh, Hamilton said two stop as well, but they didn't listen. You know, Mercedes is in such a unique position now. They've they've been winning for the past seven years. And now finally someone is beating them on merit, on pace, on everything. And they just don't have an answer. You know, they're, they're panicking. And it. I'm not counting out Mercedes because I know, I know that they will come back. But they 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 need to get their act together. Um, obviously, it's much easier said than done. But still, mental, absolutely mental. Um but oh, that overtake! Did you hear the Dutch fan? Or did sorry? Did you hear the French fans when uh, when that overtake happened? I think that there was a video. I can't remember. I'm I'm not going to put it in because I think everybody's seen it. But it was on Twitter, and it was just a, a French fan filming in the grandstand uh, on the corner that Verstappen overtook uh, Hamilton on on fresh tyres, and it was just obviously on the second to last lap, and it was just like wow, the atmosphere um, was incredible. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome race. Verstappen is on fire at the moment like he really 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 is um and then we go to the steering grand prix so jumping on a week uh the first of the triple headers i think is it the only triple header i'm not sure um but it was the first of the triple headers and the first of the double headers uh, in terms of the same circuit um yes it was a a, a quite a good race i would say france is better believe it or not um but yes i can't even remember what just happened uh in that race um but yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome race. Um, obviously, I'm recording this after the Austrian Grand Prix, so the one after this, which I will upload tomorrow. So you'll see this podcast on the 6th, and I'm making a promise to you that this comes out tonight because I've done that in a lot of the past episodes, and they haven't exactly been right. <laughs> but no, this is uh, this this is coming out tonight. Um, yeah, sensational, sensational race. Um, oh, I don't, I don't want to cover it. I really don't, but we've got to... Ah, George Russell. Oh, my guy, my boy, my boy, George Russell. (sighs) Had his first Q3 appearance with Williams. I don't know. He's such a good driver getting that car there. And then just... Oh, just the reliability. I He has a curse. Whenever he's in the top 10, on track to score points, something happens. Whether it's his spins, whether, you know, that what happened with Bottas at Imola, you know. And I'm still going to point out, he was overtaking a works Mercedes in a customer car, Williams. Like, on pace as well, on merit. Mental, what a guy. Um... But yeah, that was that was mental, um, horrible to see. But I was going to say he'd come back next weekend, but oh, unfortunately, you know, Alonso he was on track to get his first point in P10, and Fernando Alonso overtook him, and he went after. You know, I felt really bad. You know, when I saw the Williams in P10 ahead of me, I I hoped it'd be anyone but George Russell. Um, yeah, bless him. Is uh, they they have a lovely connection, I think, to Alonso and and Russell. There's a massive amount of respect for each other. And uh, when they did a helmet swap, um, Russell put, uh, uh, sorry, Alonso put on, on, on his helmet to Russell. Excuse me, excuse me, Roxy, do you mind? I'm trying to film a podcast here. Yep, 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 darling, I know, yep, yep, just, yep, 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 I, I get you, I do. Yep, yep, yeah, I understand, I do. I, yep, yep, I, yeah, I, I also get that, I, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I, I th Alonso wrote on his helmet that he gave to George, uh, like, you're a future world champ, like, future world champ for sure, uh, which is just, it's lovely to see. Um. Anyway, uh, moving on from Formula One, because that was uh, an emotional weekend that I want to forget. <laughs> um. But yes, um, essentially, actually, uh, let's let's move on to something this week, and then we'll go on to on to this. Um, the reason that I, I'm pumping out these podcast episodes is because I'm currently in self isolation. Um, one of my best mates tested positive. We hadn't seen each other in ages, uh, and and we just went out for a drink. Um, and yes, and then she she had the the thing saying she went for a test the next day because she didn't feel well. Um, and she was positive, so I got a thing through Track and Trace saying, you must self-isolate for 10 days, which means I'm stuck inside for 10 days, which means I am going to miss, which is what I wanted to talk about, I am going to miss, and I, uh, this is official, uh, my first championship race for karting. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I have officially entered into a championship, my first ever racing championship, which I'm so excited for. Uh, it's the, the HRG um higher car championship at uh at seaside um you know i was so excited and the, the whole reason that i actually entered the championship is because a week after i went to brands hatch i decided i i needed to let off some steam you know i i wasn't going to drive stupid on the roads yeah i'm not like that but i needed to release driving fast somehow so i i went to seaside which is uh, one of my favorite tracks and i just went right put me in for a race you know i just wanted a practice session ideally but then I I entered my first race. That was actually my first race. Um, like I've tested carts for years, but I've never actually been in an official race. Uh, and then that was my first, um, which is which is mad. And um, the whole reason that I wanted to do it is because you know me. I I love racing, and I I wanted to see if if I still had it. You know, if I still had the talent, if I still had the ability to drive quick. You know that not having a fear, you know, or having a very small amount of fear and controlling that, you know, being able to go flat out in nearly every corner. And for me, it, it was quite big pressure because it was like, right, if, well, if you're not quick and you lose this race, because at the end of the day, the people that you're going to be racing against are not racing drivers. They are like stag dudes and just guys coming to have a bit of fun. Whereas you, you know, you want to win. Um, So for me, it was a bit like, you know, is this going to happen? Is it not? You know, am, am I going to win? Um, and luckily, um, I I qualified P1. <laughs> um, I It took me two laps to go flat out in, in every corner that you practically can go at Seaside. Um, and mentioned, I haven't been there for... I haven't driven a cart. I've driven a cart once in the past three years, and that was with college. And even that was just like practice. That wasn't even a race, and that was an indoor karting track. Um... But yeah, that was, for me, that was like, yo, like, okay, you still have like, the thing, don't forget, I don't weigh a lot. I I wear a very small amount, you know, I weigh 50. I weigh 50 kilos, which I think is like, hold on, we will ask Siri. Hey Siri, what is uh, 50 kilograms in stone? Oh no, you're not going to say it? Okay. Well, it's 7.87 stone. Um, so yeah, I, I am light, like I, it's just the way I've always been. It's not because I don't eat. It's just always been like my metabolism. You know, I, I just don't, I don't eat. Um, uh, sorry, no, I, I do eat, but I don't put anything on is what I meant to say. 
um so yeah that that was like it was quite a big thing for me so i was like right well if i don't get a win then you know i'm gonna be quite disappointed because you know everyone goes there to, to win i guess um but no for me it was i accidentally entered an iron man which is a 40 minute consistent race i thought i was just going for a 20 minute one but when i got about you know when i was starting to hurt and ache i was a bit like how how long am i racing for and then i looked at the thing and it said like i still had like 15 minutes to go and i'm just like what um and i was just like oh god what, what have i done um which was uh quite funny but um yeah i i hurt after that and i i've been going to the gym to get ready for this championship you know um like properly but obviously self-isolation i can't do half the exercises i want to do because i don't have like resistance bands so i can't do like neck exercises or or anything like that but it was mainly like you should have seen a picture of my hip because i didn't fit in the in the carts that are in uh, the seats that are in the carts which are xls and then i said right can i have a booster seat in qualifying <laughs> shut up um <laughs> which is like you know the foam inserts for kids and i didn't fit in that so i was too small i was too small for the xlc and way too big for the other one so i was having to push with my hip and my ribs and the, like i was having to push myself from the steering wheel into the seat which means I, I had a like the size of my hand i had a massive bruise in my left hip because i was just having to like push myself in anyway i i've ordered a seat um which is shipping tomorrow i think um and ship here and that that's uh that's the width of my um like the, the width of my my hips um so i'll be able i'll be a lot more comfy um which will be very very nice um but thankfully thank you to uh i don't i doubt they listen to it but uh cat at teesside uh she she's the one i think i think who owns it or who, who deals with all the emails anyway i just said look I, i'm i'm saying that I've, I've had to i've had a text in i need to self-isolate and unfortunately i'm gonna miss you know my first round you know round number four um of of um of the championship um bearing in mind you know obviously i've i'm coming into this championship halfing so i think what i'm just gonna have to do is not focus on the championship uh, all this year just get the experience get whatever and then go into it full force next year um but you know i'm i'm going on to this this thing and i i've mentioned it before like you don't realize your goals until like you've kind of achieved them or because for me my goals this year my goals this year was to i don't even remember what it was it was just to to survive i think and then when things started to get a little bit better you know i i um i got a new job uh everything that's just kind of, i kind of went right well you know i want to cart this year or you know i want to race this year and i've done that and i won the ra oh yeah i i didn't mention i um I, I got in my first race i'm making myself sound like fucking incendiary but like i i got my first grand slam in my first race which to be fair with my weight isn't really a surprise you know i got what is it um fastest in practice slash qualifying uh pole position uh race win led every lap and um fastest lap in the race so i've guessed <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they gave out little trophies as well. So I've got my first trophy, and it's like this glass little, um, what you call it? It's this glass trophy that just says first Teesside Kart. And I'm just like, oh, yo, that's like the coolest. And I, I can see it now, it's on display uh, on my like racing shrine. Um, and that kind of motivates me to like, yo, you know, you guys. Um, 
but yeah, I know that in this championship it's going to be obviously a lot harder. Um, but yeah, it's ah, oh, it's so sick. It's oh, I just I can't believe I'm kiting like my my next two goals for this year. You know, I've already achieved everything I wanted to this year. Um, and my two goals for this year is to to test a race car, which I've technically already done at the start of last year. Um, and uh, I want, so I want to test a race car. And I want to um, I want to test a Formula F one thousand car um, because those little things those are like go karts on steroids. Like they they've got what is it uh, one liter motorbike engines in? Um, they are rapid. Like I think the top speed of like one twenty is it something like that? Hold on, hold on. I will uh, I will search this for you guys. Uh, F one Formula one thousand car. Um, yeah, I, I'm just obsessed with these little cars. Um, I've been watching the races. I'm just like, yo, the, these things are like on another level, man. Like, oh my God. Like they are just so damn quick. Um, I think not, not to 60 in, uh, I can't remember. Um, F1000. Come on, come on, come on. You got this F1000. No, not F100, F1000. There we go. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, oh, they look so cool. About F1000. Uh, here we go. So, uh, been there. Yeah, so one litre, not uh, to 60 in three seconds, and onto 100 top speed of 150 miles an hour while revving to 14,000 RPM. Oh, they look so cool. And all I'm saying is, I'm just imagining that with like a relaxed with Rizzoli livery on it. And I'm just like, oh, God damn. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, but obviously, you know, the, the test drives are quite expensive. So I think, what is it? F1000 test drives are available for £1,000 plus. Um, and then obviously, if you want to do the entire season, then it's like 18 to 24 grand. So it's still stupidly expensive, but in terms of racing, that's nothing. Um, but yeah, you know, I that those are my two goals uh, for this year. I think. Um, oh no, no, my I've got three uh, to test a car, uh, a race car, to test a Formula F one thousand, and to um, what do you call it? Uh, to skydive. <laughs> Bit random, I know, but. I don't know, I, I've become such an adrenaline junkie recently, like, I've started to just have no fear, like, I've started to just get really confident with myself, and I'm just like, if you want to do it, do it. Like, I was a really anxious person, even last year, or the start of last year, and the, now, now I'm just, I'm just, like, really confident, and not, not overconfident, but, yeah, I'm confident with myself, so I, I'm happy, um, but, yeah, I, it reignited my passion for, for racing, did going karting, and obviously winning and everything. And, you know, yes, it was a bit of fun. I know, I know it's just a bit of fun, but to me, it was so much more than that because it's like, right, you haven't driven fast for three years? Like, oh, all right, one and a half whenever I last went karting. Um, was it more than that? When did I... I don't know. I think it might have been longer than three years. It might have been 2017. 
Yeah, it was before I went to college. Yeah, it might have been four years then. Oh my God, Jesus. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it really ignited a passion again. And I'm really happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, that's a big announcement. Uh, I'm entering the HRG. Um, the HRG uh, Higher Cart Championship at Seaside, which is awesome. Uh, did, did I mention what Kay did? Oh, Kat did, sorry. At Seaside, she, she essentially just went, uh, no, yeah, no worries about self-isolation. We'll push all, all the fees onto the next round. No worries. I'm just like, oh, thank you. That's, yeah, very lovely. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait. Um, and the reason that I'm not doing, like, a full, like, um, championship, uh, oh, what's the word? A championship regime or a championship... Uh, launching a championship I don't know rivalry I don't I don't know it's because I think I'm I think I'm going on holiday in September and one of the rounds is when I'm on holiday so what I was going to do is come home on the Friday night uh, obviously have Saturday to my to myself go to the gym get ready drive to Teesside on Sunday, do the race, come back, and then fly out to Greece again. Uh, oh, I'm going to Greece. Uh, on the Monday. So I'd literally be taking like four planes in the space of maybe 12, 12 days or something, uh, which is mental. I feel like I'd have one driver. Um, but yeah, that was that was very cool. Um, and, you know, that that will be very, very, very cool. Um, I, I like to think. Um but yes, it's uh, it's cool. It's it's very very cool. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, moving on to to the thing that I kind of did want to talk about today. Um, I saw a tweet on Twitter uh, by the uh, name of Formula Amelia, um, who is you know there's a massive F1 community uh, on 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 Twitter, and she's part of it. And um, she retweeted a a tweet from I think it's ESPN or something, uh, and it was like, "What are the biggest what ifs in sport?" And obviously, she changed it to, "Well, uh, you know, what are the biggest what ifs in Formula One?" Uh, and this got me thinking. So she she had a, a, a fair few good uh, some really good what ifs. So the first one is. Uh, what if Mercedes had signed Max Verstappen? Wow, that would be so different. That would literally be Hamilton. Like, imagine like Lewis Hamilton being Max Verstappen for all these years. In fact, they probably wouldn't have even got this long um, together. But just imagine if they did, that would be mental. And then she put also, what if Mercedes had announced George for this year? Or for, for last year, sorry. Uh. Oh, excuse me. Um, hey, the yawn's back. Well, hey. <laughs> um, but I'm going to change that to 2021, obviously, after Sakia, which there is a question about as well. Um, imagine the scenes of of signing George for for this year. Actually, no, last year. Yeah, last year, because last year they had a very dominant car. Uh, that would have been mental, absolutely mental. And then um, the next one is, what if Daniel Alex Pierre had longer or things in the team were, were better? Um, I like to think Alex Albon could have been, you know, winning races, so could Pierre, um, and Daniel had a pretty good run, uh, but obviously none of them compared to, to, like, Verstappen, obviously, because he's just a driving god, um, and then this is the one that is just like, oof, goddamn, um, what if George hadn't got a puncture in Sakia? I think we all know what the answer that, to that would be, he would have won by a country mile, 
Um, but then, you know, all the Mercedes haters and Lewis haters would have just gone, eh, you see, it's the car, it's the car. If he can drive it, then anybody can. And I would have literally just gone, all right, Bottas. <laughs> Bottas has been in that team for four years. No, what is it, uh, 20, 2017 or something, 2018? He's been in that team for a long time anyway. Um, yeah, since 2017, isn't it? So 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. This is his fifth season at Mercedes uh, for Bottas. Um, and in his first race, you know, with shoes that were too small and a race suit that was too small and, and everything, he would have still won. And he went on the outside of the outside track of Bahrain. And I was just like, yep, mad, mad. Um, and th- these these are the other three that I've come up with that I think are very interesting. So... What if McLaren never signed Lewis Hamilton? Who would have been winning over the past decade? The next one, what if Lewis Hamilton never got into F1 at all? Uh, so obviously the previous question says that he got somewhere else. Uh, and then the, the last one is, uh, what if Ferrari uh, never was a team in Formula 1? That's 15 world championships to be won, as well as 16 constructors, because obviously 2008. Goddamn. What a question. Well, what what are three questions? So let's go. What if Lewis Hamilton never got into F1? What what would have happened? Uh Vettel. <sighs> oh my god, sorry. Sorry, Jesus. So Vettel Vettel would have dominated for a little longer, I think. Um Or would they though? I don't know, potentially. Vettel Vettel would have dominated, so that leaves 2007 and 8 uh, to be won by somebody else. Well, no, because Raikkonen won 07 and 0, but Lewis won 08. So, let's, let, let's, let's do some research. So, let's go F1 wiki, wiki, wiki. Why I said that weird, I don't know. Oh, bloody captures... Right, you know, sorry, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Come on, you know you wanna. Come on. There we go, right, cool. Come on. <laughs> this is not going well, is it? Right, here we go. So, Formula One wiki. Um, let's go to drivers championships drivers uh, the Formula 1 drivers world championships so 2008 here we go so uh, who would have won here we go Felipe Massa was oh my god Felipe Massa was one point behind oh yes of course because Brazil so that would have been another constructors and drivers championship for for Massa. Uh, it would have been, I think, yeah, easily. And Kimi Raikkonen against seventy five points. Good God, they they were very close to uh to to each other. Were were Massa and Hamilton, obviously, um, which is very 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 interesting. So 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 uh, two thousand and nine. Uh, would have been Braun, which is Mercedes anyway, so I feel like that would have stayed the same. Um, that, that would have probably stayed the same, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, why has Hamilton never got into F1? Who would have been winning from 14 to now? Rosberg? 
obviously they wouldn't have signed Bottas. Would they? Bottas would be world champion, I would think. Rosberg would have had at least three or four championships to his name. I should think. Wait, 14, 15, 16. He'd at least be a three-time world champion, I like to think, with Rosberg. I think, maybe. Possibly. Uh, and then what if Ferrari was never a team in F1? Huh. That is interesting because I counted. I, I was doing a little bit of research on this. Uh, I know. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> so uh, Ferrari have uh, 15, uh, 15 uh, things to their name, 15 championships to their name and 16 constructors. So if we go to Ferrari here, we start off with Alberto Ascari in 52 and 53, uh, Fangio in 56, Hawthorne in 58, Phil Hill in 61, Surtees in 64, Lauda in 75 and 77, Schechter in 79, Schumacher 2000 to 2004, so five titles there, uh, Raikkonen 2007, and that's the, the final... Um, you know, the, the final, uh, ba, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, the, the final, um, what am I trying to say? The final countdown. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, dear. What we like, what we like, what we like. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so. Oh, wow. These are really cool. Huh. Sorry, it's got literally like points percentage. So who actually, who was the most dominant? Who had the most? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I can't quite believe I'm reading this. 1963. Jim Clark got 54 points and got 100% of the points. He was never beaten. He clinched it on race 7 out of 10 with three races to go. He had 38 points to second. Wow. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm getting completely, like, <laughs> you know, completely, uh, think, hey, where's, where's Hamilton? Okay. What's the, what's the least amount of points? 44.444% of the points was Keki Rosberg in 82. He clinched it on race 16 out of 16. Five points to the person behind. Wow. Very cool. Anyway, sorry. Back to, back to Ferrari. Um, let me find them again. There we go. So, yeah. So, what was I saying? Yeah. So, Ferrari, we have 52, 53... Fangio could have probably won that. 75, 77 with louder. Hmm. Hunt? Hunt in 75, maybe? Let's have a look. Uh, oh no, F Fittipaldi. Fittipaldi would have won. In the. Ooh, who was Fittipaldi with? Was he with... No, he was still with McLaren, wasn't he? Yeah, Fitzbaldi and Jochen Mass. Oh, yeah, that's the car that I saw a few weeks ago. Uh, idiot. Um, yeah, mental, mental, mental. Um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, wait, was... Was Jim Clark in this? Uh... 
Oh, no. <laughs> Weird. Um, anyway, so... Tom Price. I know that name. Tom Price. Oh. Very cool. What is that? Sorry, I'm getting so distracted right now. <laughs> right, so, yeah. Um, I, I think it'd be very interesting if Ferrari were never in Formula One. Because, yeah, ah, yeah, of course. We've got the 2000-2004, so five-year dominance with, um, with Schumacher, of course. Wow, so... Okay, so what would... Uh, who, who would have won that? Alonso, Alonso, maybe. Sorry, uh, I keep, I keep whacking the, the thing. Um, no, who was close in two thousand? Uh, Hakkinen. Hakkinen was about twenty points away. So Hakkinen for two thousand. Then uh, two thousand one. David Coulthard. So it's McLaren. So it seems to be McLaren. McLaren could have been four consecutive year champions. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. 2002? McLaren again, maybe? Or is that when Renault came in? Rubens Barrichello. He, he must have been Ferrari, surely. Um, yeah, okay. So, who finished third? Juan Pablo Montoya. So, oh, wow. So, would, would that have been BMW? Um... Yes, it would. It would indeed. Very interesting in the FW24. Also, oh, that would have been Williams. Okay, so so let's go from 1998. So McLaren, 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 McLaren. Um, then Williams. Uh, then... Kimi Raikkonen was was that when he went to Ferrari or was he still? Oh, McLaren Mercedes. So, so that's another one. So it would have been Mac McLaren, 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 Williams, McLaren. Holy hell! Then two thousand four would have been Jensen Button. Was he Williams? I think he was Williams. No. Who's he with? A BIR Honda. Wow. So it would have been BIR Honda. So BIR would have won their their only championship. Wow. That's interesting. And then obviously, um, okay, so th this is how it would be if Ferrari never, well, Ferrari would just, you know. Um, so 1998, McLaren. 1999, McLaren. 2000, McLaren. 2001, McLaren. 2002, BMW. 2003, McLaren. 2004, BAR Honda. 2005, Alonso, Renault. Alonso, Renault. Then in 06. Then 07 would have been... Oh, I, I can't even class 2007, can I? Um, probably would have been Hamilton. So then McLaren, McLaren. So he would have been a two-time world champion at the end of 2008. That's mad. And then from that, wow, that is interesting. That's really cool to think about. Just me? Just me? Really cool. Really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to think about, like, just to get you to think about that. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. 
Okay, so you might have just heard me go, uh, 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 and just shoot off immediately. And that's because I had to go and do a COVID test because, as, as I said, I'm self-isolating. I had one uh, yesterday, was it? I think I had one yesterday, and I booked another one for today, you know, just to absolutely make sure that I don't have it. And that my appointment was half 12 to 1. And I realized it takes about 15 minutes to get there. And it was 48, 12.48 when I was recording. And so I went, oh, God. Uh, so I, I went there. Luckily, I, I got there and they scanned the barcode at 12.59. <laughs> and obviously, you only have like half an hour slots. Um, so, yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah great uh anyway that is that is the 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 is it the end of the podcast yes good we're, we're over one minute 20 uh, one hour 20 which means we can cut the uh the uh the half an hour uh race in 30 whoops uh but yeah that's going to be the end of this podcast um i hope you have a a very good day today uh and as well tomorrow which is also when i will speak to you uh so thank you very much for tuning in and uh yeah i will speak to you uh well in a few seconds for you. Cool. Bye.